Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on this BOC Live, a conversation with Ned Horstead. He is the executive director of the Cannabis Industry Association of South Dakota. We partnered with them on an event last week to check in about all things cannabis in South Dakota, following up on their successful November 2020 elections for both medical cannabis and adult use. Coming up, Ned Horstead from the Cannabis Industry Association of South Dakota. Ned Horst, and I'm excited to be here with you today. We are keen to find out a lot more about what's happening in South Dakota, but maybe even more specifically up top about the uh, Cannabis Industry Association of South Dakota, of which, of course, you are the executive director. Uh, welcome. We're excited to be doing this. Tell us a little bit about what uh, CIASD is. Yeah, thank you, Jay. Uh, CIA, CIASD stands for the Cannabis Industry Association of South Dakota. We are a group of business owners, entrepreneurs, and advocates. We're working together to build a responsible and successful cannabis industry here in the state. So, so uh, obviously, uh, throughout North America, we were watching uh, from our vantage point what was happening uh, in 2020, specifically in November. Like, tell us a little bit about the background of um, CIASD, and, and does it relate to what happened in November? Does it predate it, post-date? Talk a little bit about how it came to be. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, it was actually a result of the campaign in more than one way, um, the campaign team. So uh, Amendment A, which is the uh, adult use rec uh, constitutional amendment, and I am 26, which is the medical use one. We got together, this is probably almost two years ago now, um, and decided that we would run a joint campaign. So we got both of them on the ballot, uh, ran a successful campaign, obviously, and as a result of that, we were getting, I say we as the campaign team, because the association was formed initially by uh, Melissa Mentley, who's the executive director of New Approach South Dakota, and uh, Matt, Matt Schweit, who's the deputy director of Marijuana Policy Project and the director of South Dakotans for Better Marijuana Laws. I was part of that campaign team. I ran the field operation for it, uh, recruiting volunteers, registering voters, getting all that stuff done. Uh, so the three of us formed the association once we started hearing from a lot of people that were real excited to get into the business opportunity um, that would happen by having both medical and adult use um, passed and becoming a reality here in the state. So we, um, we realized pretty quickly before legislative session that there was going to be a battle out in Pierre. You know, Amendment A already had the governor threw a lawsuit uh, against it at that point. We we're hearing rumblings that they were going to try to, um, you know, tear apart the medical law, basically. So we figured that the best way to do this would be to get a group of entrepreneurs, um, you know, business owners, interested parties together, so we could get a lobbyist and, uh, you know, have a seat at the table out in peer uh, advocating for the business side of cannabis. So that's pretty much how it came together. I, I like it. It's it's um, it it comes from bubbles up from from grassroots and and um, and politics, which is right up my alley. It's my sort of my background too. And we've actually seen in other states that had almost a similar trajectory to ballot have a much more. Not that it's it's never easy, Ned. But there's been other challenges in other states, like I'm thinking about Mississippi specifically, that have really thrown the whole process for a loop. Uh, 
but being organized, understanding where the issues are, understanding what's happening in state capitals, uh, even outside of or after uh, elections is super critical, which is a good lesson. Um, and, and talk a little bit about the achievements because we talked about the, you talked about sort of the, the background leading up to the election, the start of the CIASD. And now what have you some, been some achievements or what have you guys been doing sort of the interim time? Yeah, thanks, thanks for asking. Um, so we formed it as the new industry association of South Dakota, CIASD is actually a DBA, uh, January 7th, just before legislative session started. Um, our biggest achievement, and, and I talked to folks about this, so I, I wanna thank everyone that hopped on our first event here. We're planning on doing many other events and in-person things here in the future, but uh, our biggest success was defeating House Bill 1100. Uh, there was a, really a fantastic effort. We had a, a great lobbying team out in Pierre, so I talked to folks that are maybe not sure if they want to join the association yet or not, but uh, they're already seeing the benefits of that. Um, the grassroots did have uh, a lot to do with that as well, but what was really neat is we were able to take the business community and our lobbying efforts and kind of work in tandem with the grassroots pressure that was built uh, and what we did on the campaign side of things. So Hospital 1100 for folks uh, not aware was the, basically came from the governor's office, but it was a attempt to delay significantly over a year. Uh, I am 26 because they said we need more time to do this. Uh, and, you know, we pointed out uh, through lobbying pressure and documents that we put in front of legislators that uh, it's really not the case. <laughs> there were like 12 other states that had done this in a, a um, smaller time frame than they had. So it was just kind of an excuse, but uh yeah, we, it, it took all legislative session. It took a lot of pressure, um, people calling the legislator and stuff, but the, the uh, bulk of it, I believe, was what was happening out in Pierre, just an excellent lobbying team, making sure that not only are these folks getting uh, you know, beat up if they're thinking of changing things that were 70% of South Dakota voted for medical. So to delay it is bad enough. They had some other stuff in this bill that we believe would have ultimately led to a repeal and a replace of the medical law, make it look something like, you know, Minnesota or, or a state that's like super, super restrictive. Uh, we didn't want that. We wanted to protect the role of the voters and uh, just a, a giant success there. And I guess one thing that I'll mention on that is South Dakota has always been known really as a very business friendly state. Uh, and we just want to make sure that that extends to South Dakota's newest industry. And done right, it's going to strengthen the state economy. It's going to create a lot of jobs. It'll provide new opportunities for existing South Dakota businesses. And it'll generate tax revenue to fund schools and, and other public programs. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's um, the combination of voters, obviously, being the most powerful, coupled with businesses who are interested or could benefit from, is a really powerful coalition going to state capitals and making the case just to adhere to the, the will of the voters, which is interesting. And, and one more question before we get on with the program, because I want to sort of also introduce the program and that we're going to hear a lot about the status of medical, a lot about the status of adult use, a, a snapshot about what's happening in DC, as well as a really deep dive into what the association is up to and doing and the benefits of becoming a member. Um, but, but do you think there's something emblematic or unique about South Dakota that others can learn from 
in neighboring states or other states sort of across the country that others will look to say, you know what, that was a way to do it. It's medical, it's, it's rec on the same ballot. There's, there's obviously battles to fight, but organizing the grassroots, organizing the business community. Do you think there's sort of a, a model here that, that South Dakota is playing out that others should, should or might be looking toward? Yeah, potentially every state's a little bit different. And I guess to build the right coalition, we had to draw people of all different parties and uh, age groups and, and everything else. So <clears throat> there's a lot of learning to be done there. Um, we're seeing here in South Dakota, and I'm, I'm sure Matt will talk a little bit about this as well, but we're seeing uh, kind of an attack on the ballot initiative process after this. So some states have that, some don't. Um, key takeaways, I guess, I mean, there wasn't really a blue wave or a red wave or, or the only wave in the 2020 cycle was a green wave. Like every marijuana ballot measure did extremely well throughout the country. And I think that's, that's one thing that I really want to communicate to the uh, political leaders at the state and local level here in the state is look, we've got a small window of opportunity to do a lot of good for South Dakotans. And if we drag our feet on this, I, I think national legalization isn't that far away. And as soon as borders are open uh, for this sort of thing, it's going to be very difficult for people to have. They won't have the same level of opportunity that they have right now. So we need to get to work and, uh, you know, make sure that this is for South, South Dakotans, by South Dakotans. And, uh, you know, people have an opportunity to do really great things. Well, amen to that. And, and thank you for uh, partnering on this on this event. We look forward to working with you as well. And we'll get on with the program right now and we'll see you uh, in a little bit for, for, for another panel. And we'll also connect with you in the breakout rooms. But, um, but Ned, thanks for making this happen. And we look forward to connecting with you uh, a little bit later. Absolutely. Thanks, Jay. That was Ned Horstead, the Executive Director of the Cannabis Industry Association of South Dakota, checking out about all things South Dakota. If you like this program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of our ongoing partners, including Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, CanDelta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torque Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.